Good morning from the Protoss Newsroom. The date today is Thursday, the 26th of November, and you're listening to the Protoss Daily. These are the main headlines this morning. Bitcoin miners bag over $353 million in October. Van Eck launch a Bitcoin electronically traded node in Europe. And Brian Armstrong voices concerns about self-hosted wallet tracking. At the current time, Bitcoin is trading 17,333 US dollars, down 10% for the past day as the market has seen a pullback from its recent run. According to a new report from insight platform Compre Acciones, Bitcoin miners raked in profits totaling more than $353 million from transaction fees and block rewards in October. During this time, the price of Bitcoin jumped 30% from $10,800 to just over $13,800, which itself resulted in a spike in transaction fees on the network. The report also indicates that over 12%, that's around $43 million, of total monthly profits for miners came from transaction fees alone. If the reported data is to be believed, October 2020 has been one of the best months for miners since 2017. Undoubtedly, the recent spike in Bitcoin's price to over $19,000 will be good news for miners on the network as it will likely increase their earnings after months of bleeding out. Data from blockchain analytics studio Glassnote further suggests that the daily Bitcoin profits for miners are currently over $21.5 million, returning to levels not seen until before the latest Bitcoin halving event, which took place in May. US investment management firm Van Eck known for its multiple attempts to launch a Bitcoin electronically traded fund in the past couple of years, announced yesterday the launch of a new product for the European market. The Bitcoin electronically traded node, or ETN, will enable investors to gain easy access to the number of cryptocurrency by market capitalization by betting on its price movements as an alternative to buying spot and having to worry about regulatory and storage issues. The product will be traded on German Deutsche Bauser Citra and will use market data provided by financial services firm MV Index Solutions. This launch marks further development of the firm's Bitcoin product portfolio after it launched a limited Bitcoin ETF in partnership with another financial services firm, SolidX, last year. The limited ETF, however, failed to gain much traction as it was deemed available only to qualified institutional investors. After a slow start that saw just 50,000 Ethereum deposited over the course of a week, Ethereum 2.0's deposit contract is now oversubscribed, with over 725,000 Ethereum locked up in a smart contract. The contract saw a sharp increase in the number of users willing to lock their precious Ether towards the launch of Ethereum 2.0 a couple of days before the deadline. And since meeting the required minimum of around 524,000 Ethereum, the amount has increased by over 32%. As it stands, the total value currently locked in is around $362.5 million after last night's crypto market slide, which saw Ether fall over 15% to the current price of around $500. 
Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong took to Twitter yesterday evening to voice his concerns about the Trump administration after it was rumoured that the US Treasury Department is working on a plan to track self-hosted cryptocurrency wallets. The rumours, according to Armstrong, state that the current US Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin is rushing out new regulation before the end of his term. The tweet also says that institutions such as Coindesk would be required to verify the recipient and or the owner of the self-hosted wallet, collecting identifying information on that party before a withdrawal could be sent to that self-hosted wallet. The wider implications of such a regulation would kill many of the emerging use cases for crypto, according to Armstrong. Currently, such regulation is active in the jurisdictions of Switzerland and the Netherlands, where virtual asset providers are required to prove the ownership of non-custodial crypto wallets ahead of the transfer. Armstrong's concerns have stirred up the pot that is crypto Twitter, with many traders branding them as FUD. With that final day of Trump's administration as it stands, scheduled for 20th of January 2021, we'll all have to wait to see if these rumours become a reality. It looks like PayPal's recent move to allow users to buy and sell crypto using its platform hasn't gone to plan for everybody, after a user took to Reddit last night to report that the company has banned his account for crypto trading using the company's newly launched service. The user, known on Reddit as the Cool Doc, explained that PayPal sent them a message stating that it's permanently limiting access to the account in question due to a potential risk. The Cool Doc has further explained that, for the past week, they have executed roughly 50 trades. The platform imposed a $10,000 limit, subsequently raised to $20,000 for crypto purchases made within a week for customers in the US, but the Cool Doc denies exceeding this amount. Along with the rollout, PayPal has stated that no transaction fees will be charged until 2021, which makes the matter even stranger, keeping in mind that this move should incentivize users to buy and sell cryptocurrency. New data-driven research on the mysterious inventor of Bitcoin, Satoshi Nakamoto, has suggested that his likely location while creating Bitcoin was London. The research published on the Chain Bulletin has analysed Satoshi's Bitcoin talk posts, emails, code comments and metadata from all versions of Bitcoin he worked on. Author Doncha Karivanov explained that the research relied on timestamps that cover approximately 742 activity instances from 206 days, in a non-consecutive order with the first timestamp document dating from the 31st of October 2008 and the last document from December 13, 2010. Using this information, the researchers compiled charts based on suspected time zones in order to find out whether or not Satoshi was working during certain times. This approach helped researchers to identify consistent time zone patterns during which Satoshi posted over 539 times on the Bitcoin Talk forum. This, on its own, pushed the researchers to eliminate certain time zones, leaving the UK, US Eastern and US Pacific as the most likely places. Another key part of the research points to the message embedded in the Bitcoin Genesis block, which quotes the Times of London newspaper issue from January 3rd, 2009, 
Karayvanov has highlighted that this particular issue of the Times was not circulated in the US. Although it was available online, the headline reading, Chancellor on brink of second bailout for banks, was in fact different. Last but not least, the researchers pointed out Satoshi's British spellings. However, this detail could be easily debunked if we assume that Satoshi studied in a UK educational institution, for example. Although the research seems to check out, there are still a few loopholes which leave a certain amount of uncertainty. As for Satoshi, whether or not he'll make another appearance remains a mystery, but if he was to reappear, what better time to do it than exactly 10 years since we last heard from him? For the record, this just happens to be in exactly 17 days. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to stay up to date with the latest from the world of crypto, make sure you subscribe to the Protoss Daily on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other major podcast providers.